This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Dynasty Podcasts live from Virgin Hotel. Uh, shout out Virgin Hotel for hosting us. My name is Haima Black. I'm the host and founder of Dynasty Podcast. We have a number of new contributors here tonight, so thank you to everybody who is making this happen behind the scenes. Tonight was incredibly much more difficult than normal to put together. We had new equipment, and every single thing that could have gone wrong went wrong. But we're still here. We're still making it happen, and I'm really excited about our guests we have tonight. Uh, we have Jeremy Shuey. I'm pronouncing that right, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Jeremy Shuey, a longtime friend of Dynasty Podcasts uh, from Riot Fest, creative director, right? Yes. And John St. John from Save by the Max, the hyper-popular Wicker Park Save by the Bell eatery. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Well, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you guys both for coming up. Um, we're going to talk about the really exciting project that both you guys have happening, the Riot Feast, which, of course, is the Riot Fest-themed restaurant. But I, of course, want to dig into like all the details of that kind of stuff. But, like, how's the year been for you guys creatively with your ventures, all that kind of stuff? Why don't you go ahead with Yeah, the, and we can uh, and feel restaurant. free to move the um, mic around. It's, uh, it's been well. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's by far the most different and unique thing I've done in my career and working in restaurants. Uh, the most fun for sure. Uh, and it's ever changing, which is great. And it's good for the creative juices. But it's been a great journey so far. Uh, and John, like, how long have you worked in the restaurant industry? My first job was when I was about 13 years old. Oh, wow. uh, I was a dishwasher at Don Carlos, uh, which is a place in Humboldt Park. It no longer exists, but I was a dishwasher prep cook <laughs> and then moved on to serving. Uh, and then from there, I went to... Did grocery stores, um, went to open some spaces in Logan Square, Andersonville, and then I came to have my dream job, which is Saved by the Max and Ride Feast. So your background is just like really in like food, hospitality, customer experience. Like that is your world. It's my world. I went to school for marketing, PR, and fashion design, but Mm -hmm. then I just fell into restaurants and it's a way to use all of those uh, yeah, attributes gonna... all in once and actually make have fun with it and use it differently than you were taught in school. But it was, it's awesome. Yeah, it sounds like all of those kind of learnings definitely would fit into that framework for sure. Even like I feel like fashion would still, because it's a lot of presentation, it's a lot of aesthetics. Yeah, and like I mean, we just released a rendering for uh, the Riot Feast, and like a lot of that had to do with aesthetics and the way it looks and the way it feels. Um, and the culture, and a lot of that is very fashion and marketing and PR, um, along with the hospitality experience that we will give to people. It's a lot of that combined, which is perfect. Yeah. And then, Jeremy, like, you know, you've been working with Riot Fest for how long now? About six years now. It's been officially. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been the creative director for about that long now. So it's been, it's been crazy watching it kind of grow from that little, uh, little festival at Congress to now being outdoors with tons and tons of people every year. Well, and I, yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, you know, with Riot Fest. So I started connecting with Riot Fest when I worked at Q101, the late, great alternative radio station here on the local show. And uh, Chris Payne, the host of that show, we would bring on Riot Mike yep. and talk about, yeah, like this, you know, this celebration at Congress Theater. Boy, we're listing all these things that don't exist anymore. Yeah. Q101, <laughs> Congress Theater in 2017. Everyone's like, what What are you talking about? Uh, the best, worst venue ever. <laughs> Um, boy, we could, we could have a separate two-hour conversation just about Congress theater. but Things we've seen we can't talk about. <laughs> so, um, so Riot Fest used to be this kind of like smaller DIY 
kind of operation that, that happened at the Congress. It was not what it is now, which is something that's... Now we're a big DIY. <laughs> right, but it's like people talk about Riot Fest in the same breath as like a Lollapalooza or like yeah. a Pitchfork. You know, it's one of the big... Which is contenders. crazy to see us like in Rolling Stone and Spin and things like that. You know, you know, it, 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 to us it still doesn't feel like a big national international festival. Well, because you guys are a small team. I mean, there's nine of us full-time in the office. It's So that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, it's nine of us. So when you started with Riot Fest, because I remember those old days, when you started with Riot Fest, it feels like that was when the beginning of that transformation came, where, like, the the presentation, the aesthetic, certainly, like, the footprint in the parks, like, all that started adapting and evolving. Like, how have you seen the operation transform during your time there? I mean, just from, like I said, just from... The, the type of bands we're booking to being outside in the park and the different moves. I mean, this will be my, between Denver and Toronto and all the Chicago ones, this will be my 12th or 13th Riot oh Fest God. working, which is crazy. Um, and we've only been outside for five or six years now, but just like I said, with, with the Toronto Riot Fest and Denver Riot Fest that aren't happening this year, um, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of fest. It's a lot of people. What's it's a funny, lot of bands. It's a lot of bands, and what's funny about it, too, from the festival side, it's like, we're old enough to remember this. Like, no one else helping at the table is. But, like, Riot Fest, like we said, used to be at the Congress. Lollapalooza used to be a national touring festival. Yeah. And now it's very hard to conceive, like, to picture Lollapalooza as a touring festival, to picture Riot Fest as just being, like, an indoor kind of one-day thing. Yeah, I mean, Riot, I mean, Riot Fest is... We started the same year as Lala did in Chicago. Like, when, when Lala became a, a one-stop shop right. in Chicago, that's the same year that Riot Fest started. Which is crazy to think we're basically as old as Lala is now in its uh, current form. A lot of people don't even know that Lala. Like, I talk to students, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Lala used to be like a, there was a Lala Palooza in every city. Yeah, it was, like a, like, it was like a warp tour. Yeah, it went everywhere. Right. And they're like, what? Are you kidding me? People don't know. So, so you, yeah, you've seen a lot of changes happen at Riot Fest. Um, and it's become something that I'd say more than any other festival, people have this really personal relationship with which sometimes is less than civil why do you think people get so like they just engage with riot fest on a different level and they're not afraid to bitch at you guys and we're not afraid to bitch back either yeah that's that's true but i mean it's i mean we have people who've been coming to riot fest since its early days at congress like come from overseas every year so they have a very personal relationship with they come every year no matter what and for a lot of people too i mean that's their only vacation they take those three days and that's that's their vacations. They save up every year, and that's where they go. So yeah, they're gonna have a personal relationship with it. Yeah, um, and which is great. I mean, I love our, our, our I love our fans. They're, they're they're some of the best ever, and they're <laughs> they're not afraid to call us on our stuff, and we're not afraid to call them out either. So well, and there's that dialogue there, which is great, and all the social channels versus like you don't really see people getting it into it with like the Coachella Twitter account. That is the nice you know. thing about being DIY and being, or we don't have really any corporate masters to uh to to hold you guys hold us accountable for it (laughs) so all right so riot fest saved by the max obviously two success stories that are doing really cool things in chicago how did this idea come together and whoever wants to start like how did the riot feast first move from like idea to it as somebody on the outside it felt like it happened out of the blue I mean, hell, I could probably go back in my text messages, but Derek Barry, who came mm-hmm. up with the original idea for the, the uh, Saved by the Max, right. texted me five or six weeks ago and like, hey, do you guys want to do a Riot Fest themed restaurant inside? I'm like, no, that's stupid. 
Um, <laughs> and then we talked for a couple minutes. I'm like, all right. I talked to Riot Mike. He's like, no, that's stupid. I'm like, just Derek, let Derek come in. Let's let's sit down for like 20 minutes. That 20 minute meeting turned into like an hour and a half meeting, and we got out of there. Mike's like, yeah, let's have another meeting. But yeah, let's let's do this thing. Was it one of these things where it was just like, oh god damn it, we don't have enough to do? Oh, I know. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> there, there's some days in the past couple weeks. I'm like, I wish I would have never answered that phone call. You're like, <laughs> I don't know, you know man. Just, My texts aren't coming through. Yeah, you know, we're just throwing <laughs> a giant festival, and then we're you know a restaurant because the restaurant business is super easy to do. That's what everyone um, says. Yeah. They say, hey, if you want a job that's no work, open a restaurant. Yeah. No, that's people who work in restaurants are like yelling we're at us just remodeling no. we're just doing a whole new menu i mean it's a whole new marketing it's uh yeah. it's nuts but i'm really excited yeah uh, john how did that process happen for you guys from the save on the max side it was insanely fast um <clears throat> we heard once that there was an idea of doing something with the ride fast it's like oh cool awesome and then we looked at the timeline saying well this needs to happen like we need to start this tomorrow uh and so because a lo- the owners and the partners, uh, Derek Barry, Zach Eastman, and Steve Harris, and myself, mm-hmm. and John Brown, and Jeremy, huge fans of the festival. So it's like, well, this is something that we should do because it just feels good. So we have to do this, and let's work our butts off to make it happen. And that's what we've been doing. So it's been pretty awesome, very fast. The fastest turnaround of uh, one restaurant to the other I've ever done in my entire life. But... Well, it's I was going to say, even Saved by the Max, so we had Derek on this podcast. I mean, we've had him on a few times, but we had Derek on here at Virgin in October, I want to say, October, November, basically having this conversation. How did this happen? And his telling of how Saved by the Max even happened was a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Is it like, it is, it's so abnormal to have restaurant concepts like from idea to completion right like that doesn't happen it really doesn't happen because there is usually working this business a long time it's usually about the money aspect and not about the vision and the dream and the creativity that goes behind it i think with the say by the max and the right feast it is the vision comes first um and the creativity comes first and then everything else comes after like let's we believe in this product, let's do it, and whatever we have to do, we'll make it happen. So a lot of the creativity and the just natural go-getter attitude is what makes it happen as fast as it does and motivates us to do it. Yeah. And so would this concept have really come together if the name didn't work so well? If it was just adding a number, a letter into an already, like... I mean, it just works on such a pun level that you kind of almost. I'm have glad to do it. it did, man. I'm so glad it did. It came so easy. It's like we're we're just closing down the max, and now we got to open up another restaurant. We are so like, what can we do? It just worked out so well. Thank God it did. Well, and you guys are opening. Did I see you're opening a max in Los Angeles? Yeah, we're taking it back to the to Bayside, and we're gonna go to California and open up a new one. Okay, stupid question, because I'm clearly, like, I've lived in Chicago all my life. Is Bayside a city, and is that a real city in California, or no? So, the funny thing was, uh, the original show, The Miss Classroom, where Saved by the Bell was actually a spinoff of, was in Indiana. And then from Indiana, they made it Bayside, because it just made more sense, uh, fashion-wise, and just, it made more sense to go there. Um, Very but Calif- There is no Bayside, it's just California is Bayside. So, wherever okay. we decide is Bayside will be Bayside. That's canon now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right on. So with a concept like this, uh, let's talk about it from the Riot Fest side. What goes into the actual like concept of making a Riot Fest restaurant? Is it just like, you know, throwing like band names on food items or like, how do you decide that? We, we've talked about it a little bit. We're still working on some of the menu items. Um, 
But uh, right now is basically a theme. Like, what's this thing going to look like? What's the feel? And basically, our, our feel was 1920s, 30s, 40s carnival. Um, oh, that's awesome. Um, so it basically looked like an inside of a giant circus tent. Will Guar be there shooting fake blood on people we while hope, they eat? We hope so. We talked about doing barbecue. Like they have barbecue. We had fun making band names up, but some of the things didn't make the menu. We talked about nine inch noodles. Um, I mean, I feel like the, the better the, the name puns, lines up. The puns have been so good. And I just looked at my text mes- messages. It was April twenty six. Okay. At ten a.m. when Derek texted me like, "Hey, do you want to do this thing?" And now it's June. So it's yeah. That we, is we like open overnight. In like, like twelve days. I had this idea years ago, <laughs> so and I would tell people, "I'm like." Listen, there should be a night in Boys Town called Mariah Karaoke, and, and like one of my close friends was like, "That's a really dumb pun." And I was like, "No, Mariah Karaoke is brilliant. They're Puns like, are great. No, no, it's not." And then Katy Perry used that in a song, and I was like, "Look, validation." <laughs> Mariah, I mean, stupid, but see, I mean, the big thing like a bit like the theme of the restaurant, like what's the feel yeah. going to be, and you know, part of it is that that uh, group dining aspect too, like where where you have the option of buying a GA ticket, which is a communal table where oh, cool. everybody sits at once and all the food comes out at once. So it's 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 like a festival, you know, you you're you're standing next to people you don't know, you make friends with the people right next to you without even trying really, because you're all there sharing some sort of communal thing. In this case, it's food at Riot Fest, it's the music. Um, so going from that, as well as we have the VIP tables, you know. Some people like yeah. to chill out. Uh, and then from the restaurant side, John, like, how are you guys kind of adapting this into a Riot Fest experience? Um, I think it's it's a fun adaptation just because coming from Bayside, coming from Saved by the Bell, um, and then going into Riot Feast, which is a different concept, different vibe altogether. Totally. Um, it's extremely exciting to go um, from one dynamic to the other. So it's a lot of fun. And um, we... We're just having a lot of fun with it. We're thinking it's a positive thing. We're excited, um, just as excited as when we opened the Max. This is a new venture, and we're super excited to, to serve different people and to our entire staff have different personalities, and now we get to express that other side. So we're very excited. Now, are you guys looking at this as kind of like a limited yes. concept? <laughs> Jeremy's We're done like, yeah. at the end of September. Don't ask us. To we go will not extend. Part. There's no extension. We promise. It's going to end eventually. And then, when are you announcing Riot Fest 2018? What's the hold? I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's like the number one question you guys get. It's like, where's oh, yeah. the schedule? Where's the lineup? Yeah, we announced something and they want the next thing. Okay, the schedule's out. When's the after show? Well, why don't coming? you book? Yeah, you yeah, can book your own festival, please, <laughs> please. Um, we had a discussion about this on a panel a few months back, but like micro version, like the short answer, of course, is it's a ton of work. But like for you guys, like what goes into making Riot Fest a distinct festival? Because there's certain fest- I don't even mean in Chicago, but there's certain festivals that are kind of interchangeable. We wait until lineup. everybody else books their lineup, and then we take whatever is left over and throw them onto our lineup. Yeah, okay, I mean, <laughs> but. You guys are not handling scraps. Like, this year, you got, like, Nine Inch Nails. You got Queens of the Stone Age, TV on the radio. I mean, the list goes on. You have, I think, Wu-Tang, right? Yeah. Doing 36 Chambers. Yeah. So, like, you guys are not just pulling in kind of like, oh, we'll take whatever's left. Um, How do you book that's all that that's all Mike. I mean, Mike's been doing this, like I said, for 13, 13th Riot Fest, like, year of Riot Fest. Like, this will be our... 24th or 25th Riot Fest with like Man. from all the other cities. So it's, I mean, he's got 25 festivals and other bands. And, you know, we got people already asking about next year, like headliner type bands asking about next year um, that know they want to route that in. So it's just, 
the reputation we've you know have fortunately a very good reputation for a lot of people a lot of agents a lot of bands who like right. I mean, like Glenn Danzig who come you know we call him Uncle Glenn I mean he 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 loves our staff you know we take care of him I get him his favorite video game every year for his dressing room and it's, it's that's one of those nice things about being a D- DIY and getting the same people back every year to do artist hospo and things like that where the the bands get to know everybody well and I was gonna say like it's there's definitely a few artists like a Guar like an Andrew WK who are like if they're not there every year, it feels like they're involved every year. Yeah. Like you've definitely got your family of, of artists. Um, for you, who have been some of your favorite acts that you've gotten to be like, you know, I mean, you've done a bunch of music oh, stuff, but, but where you've been like, Oh my God, I kind of can't believe I got to. I mean, even last year with, uh, with the misfits, like, I mean, I was on stage when Jerry and, uh, and, and Doyle and Glenn came up on stage for the first time. Like, I actually took a picture of them together for the very first time in, like, 30 years. So, like, that was, like, holy crap. I got done and, like, I literally had to run around to do something else. So I got to hear, like, the first couple songs. Even, like, that was pretty damn cool. <laughs> you know, I got to see Merle Haggard. You know, we'd, you know, we had Merle and, uh, uh, and Lemmy right before they passed away. We, they're, they're, two last, they're both their last shows in Chicago. Wow. Um, so that kind of thing where, where Lemmy loved playing and loved our staff. I mean, like they would ask to make sure like, oh, is that artist, you know, hospitality person still going to be there? Yeah. Um, so that kind of stuff always just makes you feel really good. I mean, that's it's legendary. It's monumental. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot of those things you don't even think about to like after it's done, like, you know, being when the, we got the replacements back together. I mean, Mike's really good at getting some of these bands back together. I know like, you guys crap. have gotten, you got Jawbreaker coming up. That's yeah. another big one. So it's like you guys are. It seems like Riot Fest and Coachella are the two that are like pulling in those reunions. Yeah. You know, and I hate to say this because it doesn't, I don't think it's the driving factor for a lot of these artists, but it's like, it's kind of this weird thing where like not a lot of artists can even afford to retire anymore. Retirement used to be this kind of permanent thing, and now music as a whole economic thing, it's just so different that it's like, I don't think that. It doesn't seem to last as long as it did. Well, now we're trying to figure out what chefs we can reunite at the Riot Feast. Oh, man, that'd be cool. <laughs> or what dead menu items. Like, get the McDLT back together for one night, if you guys don't remember the McDLT. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are you guys looking at from, like, the, the menu and, like, restaurant side? Like, what ideas are floating around or what can you say about what people will be able to experience there? I think it's very exciting. Uh, our chef, Ryan Fisher, who has his own place in Entente and he came from Schwa very fine dining experience when he came to Save the Max to do the menu it was exciting to see his take on what American diner food was mm-hmm. and now I think it just another notch it's like okay cool I can loosen up a little bit more and like have fun with some carnival food so I think it's going to be fun adventurous and just just a good time like it a lot seems of fun. like fun is one of the key values of that restaurant group that you guys have like obviously Save by the Max like that's it's not a like stuffy kind of thing. Like yeah. That's obviously like a fun time. So I cannot wait to see this. When is the opening date? Uh, it's the 8th of July. 8th of July. So that's like... Yeah. Yeah, that's a scary... That's like around the corner. Good Lord. Uh, so 8th of July until September-ish, that's when we're yeah. going. And then Riot Fest is when... Uh, uh, September 15, 16, 17. Yes, because okay, I have so September 18th circled on my calendar as the day I'm leaving for vacation. Yeah, the day you turn off your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Leave me alone. That's the day people start tweeting. Riot has been like, what, where's the lineup, man? Uh, people already do that. It's crazy. Yeah. Here's the thing. Well, I got you. Yeah, I got to throw in my request, and it's not going to surprise you. <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins. We got it. I'm surprised we haven't seen a Smashing Pumpkins Riot Fest appearance. I'm surprised you haven't seen like a big Smashing Pumpkins reunion in Chicago yet, honestly. I- anywhere. I am too. Yeah. And we had Eha Chamberlain and Corgan last year on stage, which is 
close. Right, right. But that was very much like a one-off kind of, yeah. I don't think we've had any of them even individually at Riot Fest. No. But I don't think anyone's surprised that that's my request. Yeah. Um, right on. So the Riot Feast opening July 8th in Wicker Park on North Avenue in the space currently... Uh, is Save by the Max still open, or is it shutting down? Or Save by the Max is done. It's all okay. closed down. It's uh, taking a new body of life as we speak. Yeah. And uh, just turning a new leaf and starting a new adventure and a new party. And how can people get tickets, or how can people, like, get involved? Like, how can they experience it? You can go to therightfeast.com um, yeah. to get tickets, or go to riotfest.org. Um, there's a link on that website as well to get tickets. Um, there's a couple different experiences. You can get a $25 ticket, which gets you uh, the GA, which is probably the most fun, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, you sit at a giant table with a bunch of people who have the same mindset of you. Uh, let's listen to some cool-ass music and eat some awesome food and hang out together and meet each other just like you would at Riot Fest. Um, you can do the VIP table if you're a little more fancy. Um, separate, non-communal, same experience, same food, um, but just not communal. Or you can do the Nosh Pit, which is a $20 ticket. Nosh Pit. <laughs> no, it's so dope. It's so awesome. I love this. So the Nosh Pit, you pay 20 bucks. That is a deposit toward your tab. So you can sit there, hang out, um, watch the TVs with the old Riot Fest uh, content on there, chill out, have a burger, have some wings, chill out. And that's so there's different things going on. Um, it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Different experiences within one space, which is exciting. I love it, man. And, that sounds And great. as we're sitting here, I literally got an email from Derek with the, the actual finalized menu that we need to come up with name with in 10 days. I can't show it to you, but... Yeah. Right on. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, you know, no rush. We just got 12 days to open a restaurant. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's easy. Good. Yeah. So fun. I can't wait to visit. I can't wait to check this out. And the, and the other thing I want to ask you real quick about, Jeremy, like, this is something that... Uh, that I'm even pitching on, like, you guys just launched kind of an editorial component of the Riot Fest website, right? Where, like, you're going to be, you're already running some, like, features. Yeah, we've been doing content for about a year, but now, finally, Miles Raymer, um, who's written for everybody, is our editor-at-large. and A lot of people remember him as, like, the kind of, like, predominant music critic at The Reader before Lior took over, and I think Miles went to New York. So we're doing a lot more in-depth features, and we figure, as opposed to linking to a Rolling Stone interview with somebody, it's like, well, why don't we just Do do our own? Totally. I love it. I think that's very cool. I'm, I'm throwing out some ideas to Miles, and, and I want to get something cool up on that site, man, because that's, that's it, cool. It's, it's been fun. It's been nice doing our own. Like, we can, like, why don't we, 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 got, the, we got the audience, we got the people who like that. Let's, uh, let's do our own. I mean, that's the beauty of the era we're in now. It's like, you don't, you can, you can just do it yourself for everything. You can open a restaurant, you can launch a fashion line, you can, like, start your Instagram channel. I mean, on and on and on, but I love that we live in this era where it's like, if the gate, you know, whoever those general gatekeepers are won't bring you in, you're just like, all right, I'll do it yeah, myself. We'll do it ourselves. Yeah. I love, and that's the spirit of Riot Fest. We'll do it ourselves. We'll throw the festival that we want to throw. Oh. You guys are going to open the restaurant that you want all, to eat All our at. dumb ideas. I mean, that's, you know, we have, we have the Riot Fest bitch in Camara. We had a butter sculpture of John Stamos. We had the Stanley Cup. Like, we did all the dumb ideas. And, and no one will stop you. No, except Mike. If I, <laughs> I, I don't know how he let me buy a Camaro. I just, like, if you catch Mike in his good days, I'll let you spend a lot of money on a butter sculpture of John Stamos or give me a check to go buy a Camaro. I mean, the it's dream. Nice. Yeah. Um, the Riot Feast is the concept. Riotfeast.com. The Riot Feast. Yeah, the Riotfeast.com. Riotfeast.com. Uh, July 8th, people can check it out. Uh, Get tickets quick. Yeah, we should, uh, We just uh, released a rendering last week of what it's going to look like. Uh, menu comes out next week, probably. I mean, I, like I said, I literally just got an email what the menu is going to look like. So I can't wait we for people go, to bitch uh, about the menu and ask what the lineup is for. Yeah, why didn't, yeah. Why didn't you book hamburger instead of <laughs> cheeseburger? Like, 
that the original lineup of the French fries? I don't. You should reunite all the old McDonald's '80s mascots. You should bring, really do like bring that. back the Noid, oh, California raisins. That's a the original night. lineup of California raisins. We're getting them back together. You could totally do like a mascot night. Yeah, um, I love it. The Riot Feast. Very excited. I'm really excited about Riot Fest this year on a personal level, man. Like. That is like a mean, sick lineup. Like, it is right crazy. up my alley. I mean, I've seen Nine Inch Nails a couple years ago at Lala, and that show is, it's a crazy, crazy show. I always love going to a lot of the festivals. Like, it's always a great experience, but Riot Fest is always the one that hits closest to, like, my personal taste, where I'm going to go see, like, bands I love, like a, Riot, uh, like a Rise Against, Fall Out Boy, Deftones, this year, Nine Inch Nails. Like, it's always the one where I'm like, dude, this is, like, my kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I love it. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming up. I can't wait to check it out. I feel like we'll do something cool around it down the line. And, uh, and yeah, theriotfeast.com. Uh, Dynasty Podcast will be back later in July. We're going to get some new equipment set up. And we have more panels coming up. Follow us at Dynasty Podcasts with an S at the end. At Dynasty Podcasts on Twitter. A lot more live events and some cool new projects. Thanks so much. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty... Dynasty Descend.